Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Thermo Fisher's Career Stories Behind the Science podcast. This is a podcast for those who seek inspiration and motivation in their daily work, for those who would like to understand how finance, IT, customer service professionals can contribute and leave impact on the industry of science. Today, we will continue our discussion with Adam Santo, customer service representative at Thermo Fisher Scientific. Adam's superpower is his empathy, which is extremely useful in making teamwork effective. Adam joined the team right out of university. But what was his first impression about the shared service industry and his teammates? Let's find out. I would say that in my team, for sure, and those people who I have been in touch with, the empathy is is almost everywhere within the company, which is very good for newcomers. Some of you may already know that Thermo Fisher Scientific is the world leader in serving science. Our colleagues' mission is to enable our customers to make the world healthier, cleaner, and safer. In our episodes of Career Stories Behind the Science, we introduce stories from the team in Budapest. By hearing inspiring career stories, in this episode again, we are ready to go behind the scenes of science. Now, let's start. Okay, Adam, so before we continue talking about your career path and journey, I'd like to invite you again for a quick game, and this is what I call the X-Factor type of question. What is your superpower that you bring to work and that you bring to life every day? Wow, I would believe too much empathy. <laughs> because that's actually a superpower. It can be very, very good thinking about like putting myself into other people's shoes many times, but it's also a drawback because I do it too much. And uh, it can it can make people a bit nervous about things. <laughs> mm-hmm. And when you feel that you get into something very much emotionally connected or attached to, then do you have any mechanism that you can force yourself back on track in your defense? Yes, trying to be honest about it. <laughs> that that's what I'm doing currently as well, because I did mention it before. Actually, I did mention it that I am a bit nervous right yeah. now because this is my first podcast recording ever. And I did, did mention it and that kind of relaxes me in a way. Mm-hmm. But you're doing great, I have to say. So <laughs> thank yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. Just in the break, we were discussing your current studies and that you're still in your university studies. You've been in the organization for around a year now, right? So how did you find getting into the Thermo Fisher as a university student? And you know, just from out of a sudden, just get into the, to this multinational environment. This was my very first experience with a multinational company. I had heard before this, I had heard many, many of my friends complaining about their multinational companies. I'm not going to mention names, obviously. Sure. <laughs> but compared to their experiences and what, what they told me, that's not completely true that I can only, only say positive things, but mainly here at Thermo Fisher. Was there anything particular that surprised you? Yes, all of my colleagues, everybody was nice and very helpful. So really, when I, when I joined, I had instantly two colleagues who were full-time employees while I was only... Uh, part-time intern and they both were always there for me whenever I had a question they just told me to ask whenever (laughs) I felt a bit frustrated because I didn't want to nag them about any particular basic thing that I didn't understand and they 
told me repetitively that they're actually not bothered. This is what they, they went through too. So I would say that in my team, for sure, and those people who I have been in touch with, the empathy is is almost everywhere within the company, which is very good for newcomers. Mm-hmm. And it definitely helps them integrate. Okay. And uh, now you are in a full-time job. Yes. Correct? Okay. I have to say, I always had an admiration to, um, you know, to people like you who are in their university studies and, and do even a part-time or a full-time job. So how can you manage the two things together? It's very, very, very tough even today. Currently, I'm on, I'm on a passive semester. Mm-hmm. But before that, when I actually had classes, I had to think it through when exactly I was available for what, and I had to tell that to to my colleagues. I had to reorganize my schedule a couple of times and talk about it with with, with my bosses, so that they would know that I I might be not there for for a couple of hours, but I would usually make up for it later in the afternoon or over the weekend. But usually it was like in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And after your passive semester, which will end in summertime, or yes, uh-huh. and and what's your plan? Are you going to go back on active, or what obligations do you still have? Toward? According to to my knowledge, everybody can take two passive semesters right after each other. And uh, right now, what what I was thinking is not necessarily the teacher degree. So even though right now I'm in teacher's studies, I might turn back to my history major or an English major and just take that for now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. And obviously you're a very right guy, right? And also a very young one. And you're still in your studies. You speak multiple languages. Now you're with us in the, in a, again, it's a very different territory relative to uh, what you study. How do you envision yourself, envisage yourself on the longer run? And I don't want to put any time scale or time frame to that, but what are your thoughts and plans are for mid and long term from a professional perspective? I would like to get closer to a position where I could use my my human skills a bit more mm-hmm. because currently what I'm, what I'm doing is not too much personal per se. I would like to talk more to people, help them, and also would like to learn more from them. So my plans or, or my, my ideal profession would be something that, for example, a con- the contact team does. Mm-hmm. A contact team is usually seated within the country yep. where the orders come in from, and they talk to the customers whenever the customers are in need of particular information. So I would I would like to do this with multiple languages and mm-hmm. multiple customers from multiple backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Now talking about languages, is there anything else that you would want to learn? Another language? Yeah, in addition to to the six that you already have. Yes. I didn't include German, which I learned in high school. And I didn't include Dutch here, which I also started on my own. I'm really fond of Germanic languages. I have to Mm -hmm. say that. I would like to make these two proficient as well. All right. At one point. Sounds good. And slightly different question, but I'm also really, really interested in hearing your thoughts around that, you know, we are in a shared service center 
And whilst you are quite close to the core business, we're still in a bubble, if you like, but in the good sense of the word. So how or where do you feel and think that your role contributes to the, to the world of science? For this, I have a very interesting story. Okay. So what do I do? I get the orders by a mail or a fax or by a PDF. And uh, I have to pretty much just understand what's on it and put it into the system. So usually I, I would never get any sense of what was, what's going in the background. What are these products? What am I really doing here? And how do I contribute to science? But spontaneously, just by the way, around when I started as a Thermo Fisher intern, that's when I got together with my girlfriend, who is from France, by the way. And uh, she studies biology, and she told me that it was such a surprise for her that I work for Thermo Fisher because she has been using Thermo Fisher products for such a long time. Cool. And right now she's starting her, her doctorate studies in Switzerland. So Switzerland is actually a region where, where I usually help with orders, order entries, usually with French orders. I mean, orders that involve fr the French language. Probably it's also possible that one time I will order something that she will use. <laughs> yeah, that, that's funny indeed. So before we close off our, our session, we have a, a tradition or habit, if you like, that we always ask the, the guests of the particular session is just to ask any question from the following guests without knowing who that person would be. And the question that you got uh, was actually, and, and, and this will resonate uh, to the previous topic, is what is the funniest moment or funniest story that you have in Thermo Fisher? Maybe it is only funny to me, but th there was a particular order from Norway on which there were no items. Like the, the, the only word on it was freight costs. <laughs> so somebody pretty much just ordered freight costs and this made me laugh. Freight, freight costs. <laughs> that's, that's indeed a bit weird, but <laughs> funny. Okay. Okay. That's cool. And now it's your turn that uh, you can ask whatever you want to from the next guest. In the show. Okay. Let's see. What is your favorite movie? Okay. Good. Okay, Adam. So thank you very much. Really enjoyed the conversation with you. Thanks a lot for, you know, just being so vivid and opening up and, uh, and just uh, giving your thoughts and insights. I really much appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thank, thank you very much for, for the invitation. And thank you. And bye, everyone. This was a discussion with Adam Santo. His story is proof that starting a career in the shared service sector can provide several opportunities to meet interesting people and further improve your skills in a specific field of expertise. In the next episode, we'll have a new guest who will share their career story behind the science. There was a glass of Coca-Cola just drawn onto the cashier desk and it sounds like instead of saying so instead of the K on the beginning, they have a strong Everyone can find inspiration and motivation in their daily work if you look behind the scenes of the bigger picture. Our guest today found that while growing professionally, we can also contribute to making the world healthier, cleaner, and safer. If you liked today's episode, add the podcast to your favorites to make sure you don't miss the next one. Follow us on Facebook or check out the Thermo Fisher Scientific Job Portal to join us in making the world healthier, cleaner, and safer. You'll find the links in the description. Thank you for tuning in today. 
We hope you heard some interesting stories. See you in our next episode of Career Stories Behind the Science. Career Stories Behind the Science were brought to you by Thermo Fisher Scientific Budapest, Hungary. Produced by BrandFizz Employer Branding in conjunction with Thermo Fisher Scientific. Let's look behind the science in the next episode.